Hello, everybody. We're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, and it's Friday in Southwest Arkansas Virtual, which is in Newark, Texas, <laughs> right out in our backyard at the boat dock. Glory to God. And Father, we so, it's so wonderful. We open our hearts and we open our minds to receive insight, ideas, and concepts of this life of faith. Praise God. And, and the, the, the word of faith which we preach and our partners and all that are that, that are listening and all on this radio and television broadcast all over the world on the Victory Network and all the other networks that we're on. And we give you the praise and the honor and the glory. This is the victory that overcomes the world, yes, even our faith. Praise Let God. the redeemed of the Lord say so, so. <laughs> we are redeemed. We are redeemed from COVID nineteen. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to Jesus in Him. <laughs> now, we've been talking all this. Now, last week we got into the fundamentals of faith, and uh, you have to do that. This week we got into the fundamentals of fear, because hmm. fear is not okay. No. If fear is faith in reserve in reverse. I want to remind you again, many of you may not have heard the rest of it. Fear and faith are both spiritual forces. Now, what force became fear originally? Adam's faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17 says that. That's spiritual law. Mm -hmm. Adam, just like God. Now, Jesus, the second and the last Adam. Jesus, equal to God. Adam was equal to God. Absolutely no difference in him. Looked exactly alike. He was in his likeness and image. But what happened? I mean, he walked and talked with God in that garden. Yes, he did. The moment he's fear, the moment he sinned, he hid from God. That's when fear entered. The, the faith was turned to fear. So fear of COVID-19, fear of a dangerous animal or a snake mm -hmm. or, a th or a tornado or a thunderstorm is Faith in that storm. It's faith in death. It, it's faith in that in that virus to, that it's liable to kill you. It, it's it's. I fear that thing. That's because you believe in it. Oh, brother Copeland, would you? Uh, I, I need you to pray for me. I believe I'm catching the flu. It ain't gonna do any good to pray for you. You believe you're catching it. Would you play pray for my arthritis? No. First place, you own the arthritis. You said it's mine. I'm not going to pray for your arthritis. I'll pray for you. Well, you're just nitpicking. Hey, you better be nitpicking because it's that nitpicking stuff that the devil will kick your backside with. Hey, words are power. Words were not originally for communication primarily. They're a release of power. God released power. 
power in his words. And he's a God of faith. And he is love and created this universe with a force of faith. Hallelujah. Now, I want to go back where we were yesterday in Luke chapter 8 once more. So, open your Bibles there at Luke 8. Oh, let's go. Um, you know, Jairus met Jesus right right there at Capernaum, his hometown. He did, he had come home, and, and Jairus met him right right there at the shore. Fell before him and said, My little daughter is sick at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her, and she shall live. And glory, he said, Lay your hands on her, she shall live. That's his faith talking. Mm. Did you know that Jairus never said another word? Mm. Not one word. He had already spoken, and he had said it, and that was the end of it. He had a number of opportunities there that just looked really bad. He never opened his mouth. But when that death messenger came... Now, now look, look how Jesus, this is, this is so revealing. While he yet spoke, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead, trouble not the master. When Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, stop the fear, believe only, she will be made whole. Don't you say a word. Yeah. Don't you say another word. You stop that fear. He's dealing with death. He's dealing with death. If he'd have said, oh, no, man, oh, no, oh, she's already dead. Oh, that's the end of it right there. It's over. But no, he just kept his mouth shut. Stop the fear. Believe only. She shall be made whole. Glory to God. Jairus got his little daughter back. Because yeah, he, he refused to fear. Fear not. Fear not. Seventy Two times in the first covenant, 23 times in the second covenant, 95 times in the Bible, that exact phrase is used, fear not. Stop the fear. Stop it. Fear not. That exact phrase. I said it over and over again. I'm going to remind you of it again this afternoon, or the, on this day, Friday, whatever time you listen to it or watching it. I don't think it, that there's any word in the Bible more opposite of faith than fear. No, they're not. They're exact opposites. They are. Have exact different outcomes. Well, you remember over there in the uh, 10th chapter of John. I'll tell you what. Let's, let's look over there. Now, one thing that you need to remember, and... Um, it is so many people. No, 14th chapter, excuse me. 14th chapter of John. Gloria, most people have never realized this. That we, we understand the last supper. That's a covenant supper. The covenant meal. Where Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. This is... My blood of the new covenant. All of you drink from it. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17th chapter. I believe it starts with the 12th. Let's see here. Let me check it out. It's either 12th or 13th. 
Yeah, 13. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that an hour would come that he should depart out of this world. Now, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17th chapters are all right there in that supper. He was talking to his men that day. Hmm. He said, verse 1, the understood subject of the sentence here is you. You, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. You, you do it. Another place he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You don't let it. J. Iris refused to let his, let, let his heart be troubled and be afraid. He obeyed Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm here. How much time I got, Tim? Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to light you fire. I'm going to light you fire. No, God's going to light you fire right now. Fear is not okay. Wrap yourself. In the promises of God. And the facts of God. By his stripes you were healed is not a promise. It's a Bible fact. There's something like 7,000 promises in this book. And all of them belong to you and me. When you know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And you wrap yourself in those promises. Glory be to God. Yeah, but you might get the flu. Yeah, but I might not. <laughs> yeah, always turn it around into the into into the positive. Always, always. Don't ever go negative on God. Always stay on God's side of everything. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> back in the nineteen thirties, thirty. 31 or 32, I don't remember exactly. I won't go into all the details of where this happened and so forth, but Akron, Ohio, they were trying to moor this dirigible. Navy was doing some experiments on these things, and and, uh, they were trying to moor this thing. And the docking tower, if those of you that are not familiar with this, how it worked, that tower swiveled like this. And this thing, this thing didn't have any wheels on it. It's a great big old balloon, dirigible. And you come in there and you get into a crosswind and you had, uh, Upwards of, in this particular case, is uh, something like 200 sailors and soldiers down there on the ground. That's big, long ropes, heavy ropes coming down. And they take hold of this thing and guide it into that. This, this thing had a deal like that. And that dirigible would come up in here like this. 
and dock that thing. And it, it was, it could swing like this in, in the wind. But the problem was crosswind and gust that, and getting it into that hole up there. And all of these, this heavy ropes, lines hanging down and all these men holding this thing. And, and anyway, you got the picture. <clears throat> Two hundred sailors and soldiers trying to pull it down with ropes. A gust of wind caused it to suddenly rise. Some of the men let go of the rope. Some didn't and fell to their death. A number were injured severely. One man just kept holding on. When they finally moored and got him back in the gondola, they had an ambulance waiting, but he said, I'm all right. But you're bound to be exhausted. He said, no. No, I'm okay. When I saw that I was too high to let go, I held on with one hand. This one must have been a sailor because he he knew how to tie. Mm -hmm. He said, I held on with one hand and threw about four feet of rope around me and Tied it off. I didn't have to hold it. It held me. And he just sailed around up there. This thing this thing got up high. And he just sailed around and looked at the scenery. And uh, he's wrapped up in that heavy rope. And he just sailed around and enjoyed the ride. And, and he, he, he said later, he said, it was, it was so beautiful out there that day. And he said, I, nothing wrong with me. <laughs> and I, he said, I, I swung free and enjoyed the scenery while others were fainting and giving up. Yeah. Wrap yourself mm-hmm. in these promises. All his promises in him are yes and amen. He gives me peace. He is my peace. I have great peace through all of this turmoil. After all, it's only for a few days. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, not death, and walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't ever stop in that valley. No. He makes me to lie down in green pastures and he takes me before still waters and wine, so he can restore my soul. I have peace right in the middle of all this turmoil. Ha, ha, ha. Satan, devil, coronavirus. I happen to know what James 4, 7 says. Submit myself to God, which I have done in his promises. I'm wrapped in these promises and I resist the devil and you flee. So get Oh, Brother Coleman don't feel like he's gone. Well, he's not. <clears throat> he's gone. You're fleeing. Well, I sure don't feel like he's gone. Well, he's not. What do you mean? No, you didn't believe James 4, 7. You believed your feelings. You have to take it. Just, yeah, take it. That's what receive means. She taught me that all these. Take it. Take it. Just take it. Yeah, he's gone. Get Satan. Amen. Go get, get, get. Just shaking with fear. Get. 
Get out of my house. God forever. Get! He's gone. Take it. Come on, buddy. Get in line. That's what Brother Hagin used to say. And I say it. I feel good. I feel fine. I feel fine. Buddy. Buddy. Get in line. Get in line. <laughs> Don't you love it? I miss him. I miss him. Glory to God. I feel good. Say it. I feel good. I feel good. I feel fine. I feel fine. Buddy. Buddy. Get in line. Get in line. I believe. I believe. With all my heart. With all my heart. The devil is gone. The devil is gone. Because I resist him. Because I resisted him. Yes. Amen. Be sober. Be diligent. Resist the devil. Resist him. Remember what amen means. So be it. Right now. <laughs> All right, right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, not no mousy rat. Rat. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I get into this. I get into these things, man. I get silly. And I'm like, why? Come I'm having so much fun. Glory to God. The devil is gone. Amen. Come on. Oh, brother, come on. Ah, come on. Put a smile on your face. Amen. But I just feel sick. Man, you're not sick. You feel sick. Just I mean, come on. Get a hold of the word of God. Resist him and he'll flee from it. That's right. And I saw, <laughs> Gloria, I saw a cartoon one time. This guy was in there. And he said, oh, he is sick. He said, have you resisted the devil? He said, I ain't no shape to antagonize nobody. I remember that. I remember. <laughs> I tell you, we're, we're, we're the, the victorious. We are the winners. Glory to God. Right. And Father, we just thank you so much. We give you praise for these things today. For your word. And it's just so wonderful. Isn't it good? Isn't it good, Gloria, to know? Isn't it good to understand the, the power of the word where you just wrap yourself in these promises and let the word fight its own fight? Yeah. Glory to God. This, this is compared to a two-edged sword. Cuts both ways. And you put that armor on and put that face plate down, the devil can't tell it any, he don't know whether it's you or God. Now don't say something stupid, I sure hope, nah, forget it, he know, ain't ain't God in there, that's, that's, that goofball. (laughs) No, no, put that thing down. You may be shaking all on the inside. no, no. Tim, you know those those movies where they got the armor and the breastplate? It's always got a six-pack, you know, right there. And the guy got a belly on him. And on the inside, that thing, boy, it's, it's tough in there, but he looks good. <laughs> He's got that breastplate of righteousness on. He looks just like God. Amen. The spirit of fear. The spirit of sickness. The spirit of disease. Casting, Peter said, all of your cares, anxieties, worries, and concerns once and for all over on our God. You know that becomes a habit. Yeah, it does. You get to where you, you just don't do it all the time. About it. Yeah. You just believe God, roll it over on Him, 
throw Wait, it up. You receive it. You know that makes Jesus our caretaker. Yeah. Amen. 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 Then Philippians chapter four. Don't be anxious about anything. No. But it, uh, just how much time have I got time to do this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Amen. Finally, brethren. No, verse 6. Be careful. That word careful means anxious. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. let your request be made known to God. That's right. You don't say, oh, God, no, 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 no. Thanksgiving, let your request be made. I just want to thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Sweat running off your face. I just want to thank you that I'm healed of the flu and I'll never have COVID-19. Glory to God. The devil can't put that on me. And I'm just praising you. I just want to thank you and praise you that we're all healthy. Glory be to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely and of good report, and if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do them, and the God of peace will be with you. Praise God. He will. Through anything. He will. Through the death of a loved one. He will. Not that he might. He will. He will. Yeah. You have to take over your mind. You say it. My mind is my mind. My mind is my mind. And I I will think only what I tell my mind to think. And I'll think only what I tell my mind to think. And we're out of time. Gloria and I will be back in just a moment. I love to pray because it brings me so close to my father. It brings me so close to my father. And we are we are an office of pray, prayer warriors. I said, when we go into the boardroom, we're not getting bored. We're going into the boardroom to do war. We're doing war, whether, it's, whether we're busy with budget, strategic planning, or any goal setting, we're going in there and we invite the Father into our business. And when we start praying and invite Him into our business and ask Him for direction it, and give Him permission to influence our business, we have no, no choice but to succeed because we've invited Him into our business via prayer. And prayer is the foundation for our success. Brother Copeland always says he prays for his partners, and he's the prophet. And if we do what the prophet tells us to do, because he says we pray for our partners, and we just do what he says we should do, we pray for our partners. For if when we start at half past seven, I'm the first one that go into the war room, our prayer closet. Half past seven to eight, that's me. I go in, I pray, and then every staff get gets a half an hour to go in and to pray and to do war. That is the most amazing thing to do when we reason about our partners, when we intercede and stand in the gap for our partners as per Matthew 18. 
and we pray into this situation. You know that there's people worldwide praying for you. And you can absolutely say, if something happens in your life, you can absolutely say, I am depending on the prayers of my partners that's praying for me. And brother and sister Copeland, they prayed for me. All the partners are praying for you. So you're protected. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.